0: You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknomedia.com. and welcome to another episode of doing it for the exposure the show that promises to tell all its friends how great you are i'm your host mannequin blue and today's special guest is the glittery ooky spooky witchy artist and crafter sweet acid witch hi how are you doing today i'm doing good you're doing good you're keeping busy
1: (laughs) keeping busy packing orders all morning
0: so why don't you tell us a little bit about the kind of stuff that you do? Because you, you do quite a bit. You do all sorts of crafts and, and portraits and everything.
1: I have, I have an, a, an obsessive personality and I try everything. <laughs> my, my art is my therapy in many ways. <laughs> um, predominantly illustration and portraits. But then also I am a big dirty witch and I like making some feel-good witchy things. Um, like care packages and like nice things for your house and then lots of jewelry and what else do I do? (laughs) Sometimes I burn wood, sometimes I make (laughs) lino prints, sharp and dangerous things. I've been very lucky. (laughs) I like to make things that are weird and a little bit sexy, a little bit horrific.
0: And um, how, how did you get into art? Because that's, that's quite a diverse <laughs> art form. You know, you've got like your jewellery and then you're burning wood. And <laughs> how, did, how did this happen?
1: I'm a Gemini. There's <laughs> <laughs> all the nice pretty stuff over there. And then the other one's like, what if we burned it though? And then covered it in paint. You could sell that. No. <laughs> um, my, my dad was a very cool artist. He does it now and again still. But him and my two older brothers were very much like weird artists. My brothers don't do it anymore, but one of them had like this, this weird, um, what was it? It was like a turtle character he used to always draw. So I think all of that, me looking at their like leaving cert spreads and stuff they had just seeped into my brain. But then I was also the only girl in the family. So I had one of those fashion wheels. Do mm-hmm. you remember them? They were great. <laughs> you, you like lined up different parts and then rubbed over them. And then you had like a person.
0: Oh, yeah, so, yeah.
1: I do them, but then I would mess them up. So I had like a pregnant range of clothing where I just like add bumps. And then I had like, I would turn them into superheroes. So I think since I was little, I was mixing like the, I want to make it pretty mixed with like, but how can I make it weird? <laughs> well, because I like that. Um, And my family have just always kind of encouraged me with artwork. If I'm, if I want to try something, they'll just get me. I was very lucky when I was little. They just get me like a, there's a bracelet making set. You can make bracelets. And then it just, it just took over with some, some, some mad energy in me where I was like, yeah, I'll just do everything. I'll try everything (laughs) once and see what sticks.
0: I I think it kind of plays into the whole thing as well as if, if you're doing the one, the same thing for too long, you kind of get bored of it.
1: Yeah. Even I'd gotten back into doing, I used to do really detailed artwork with the tiniest pen imaginable. and (laughs) After a while I was like, I'm not going to do this for a little bit. And then I started doing it in the last month and was like, I love this. This is great. So I think even having, like, my my style is all over the place. Like, doing those, like, draw this in your style challenge is always a pain for me a little bit because my style, I can have, like, four different styles.
0: It's kind of, like, depending on your mood.
1: Yeah, it's like my signature. My signature changes. I probably look like I'm forging my own signature all the time. <laughs> so you know, even having, like, different art styles that you can kind of, I want to draw cutesy today or I want to draw something really dark today having different avenues to slip in and out of is always good to keep it fresh.
0: hmm Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so you you do a lot of uh it's kind of what would it be called all inclusive art as well?
1: I try as much as I can. Like, even when like I I I was a nineties baby. I grew up with very diver diverse um television. Like, we'd great TV in the 90s. Um like TV for for younger people. And also like being raised on things like clueless, where I'm like, I want everything to be fun and colorful and inclusive and and just kind of weird and fashionable. I wanna watch clueless now. Yeah. <laughs> but like I could I do I do mostly draw women or like um female presenting mm-hmm. and that's just over time my style just suits it. When I draw men, they look very feminine. And I I can I can I can work on that a little bit sometimes, but I also just like drawing drawing femi people look, they look nice. But yeah, there's no no fun if I drew, you know, a very femme blonde girl constantly. Why not give her green hair and several face tattoos and um also practice drawing different ethnicities because it's not the twenties. You can't just slap a different colour filter on a drawing and say that now it's it's a black girl or all that bullshit they used to do. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And you're, you're currently doing, Um, I've seen that you're actually doing bracelets and jewelry uh, for the, the Black Lives Matter.
1: Yeah. I, I, I just wanted to, I, I didn't know what to, 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 I wanted to do something. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I've been donating money myself, but I know I've seen people online saying that like, they, they feel hesitant donating like a euro or two. So I was like, well, if you want to buy a euro, bracelet, i me for two euro. The two euro will go into the The pot of what other people are donating and then even if that means i'm just donating 20 quid from a bunch of bracelets it's something but a lot of them have been going people are just sending me their screenshots their screenshots of their own donations so it's cool and if i can keep encouraging donations and awareness then that's what i will do
0: yeah absolutely and i mean this is this is part of what we do as artists it's you know they they say that art doesn't need to be political but it kind of helps sometimes yeah just just to get the message out there
1: yeah And even coming from, because I do, like I, before I said I was taking the year off from producing shows and then the world was like, yeah, we're taking the year off too. Because I'm like, I'm in the burlesque world as well. Like everything is political. Mm -hmm. Your art is going to be political and yeah, you can't not be political nowadays. You have to say something.
0: Yeah. Well, that's it. There's just so much happening that it's, you know, you'd have to try really, really hard to not be saying anything yeah so yeah why don't do you want to talk a bit about your burlesque shows as well then i know you're taking a break but you know we might as well while we're here
1: um so fl- what year is it For the past <laughs> four or five years um i've been running uh women in horror month events and that's women with an x instead of an e
0: <laughs> all inclusive
1: yes see the women in horror month movement itself has actually become incredibly inclusive but it's just when you have the branding of the name you can't really change it So. I've just changed my one because it's a worldwide movement that's been running about 11 years now so I just run I used to run a lot more events for it and I just I was sick of being really poor as you do mm-hmm. so for the last few years I've mostly been running Mixar which is an all inclusive everybody is welcome pageant for weirdos so we've had Ogali oh Mastali was the first reigning Mixar and now we have Alice apparently who are wonderful people and very spooky and I also do the good witch review which is my my baby. So they tend to have they would be they'd be like the biggest mixture. They're the shows where I'm going to have burlesque and dance and um poetry and music and there's usually a charity element. So the first one I did was for repeal and then I've done others for like belong to. So they're like my little my little queer baby shows. I think mm-hmm. all of my shows are queer baby shows though.
0: And how does one get into cuz like there are there are quite a few I suppose people who are running shows that started out as performers, is it, is it just something that kind of becomes comes with the territory or?
1: I started the other way around because for years I was like, I want to do something for Women in Horror Month. And then myself and my partner decided to put on, because he, he was interested in running music events and the two of us at the time were working on a comic and then I wanted to put on a horror show. <laughs> so we were like, let's do all of them. And the first show went great, but I didn't have a photographer. There is no evidence that show ever happened, but I assure you it was great. You,
0: know? <laughs> you have to take my word for it I was there
1: <laughs> so i I had just made friends with this wonderful person at the time, and uh she was like, "Oh yeah, I have a burlesque troupe and I was like dope let's let's do that." So they all did fucking amazing, weird acts. It was great um and we had some bands and we did comic launches, and it was it was cool and I think maybe the the second or third show I put on because I I began to have like a a set group of of performers we'd always have and then I decided I want to perform because I wanted to perform for years and just never had had the guts to do it so I performed at like my one of my lowest selling shows it was like five people there it's great
0: (laughs) (laughs) well I mean it doesn't really matter how big the audience is you know as long as you play to the back wall regardless of size yeah and I'd say those those five people that you know they went away going, Wow, that was great. I hope so. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, if they come back to the next one, you know you're doing something really, really good.
1: <laughs> yeah. I like to think I've I've moved on and up since then, but yeah. So I've I think for a for ages my shows were like, I'll perform at them a little bit. But they were always very um there was always like slapdash moments of like a host cancelling and going, Cool, I'll host. <laughs> I won't perform. Um I think one show, our photographer was the host as well, because someone cancelled.
0: Oh, right, that's that's a so, uh... very
1: very punk rock DIY shows. But yes, yeah, so I I I kind of fell into it backwards then a little bit. Well, I know there are a lot of performers who do it the other way around, because they might be getting booked for shows, but they're not getting booked for shows that they they really want to see. It's like there mightn't be a show that serves like weird horror stuff. If you you don't see that, but you want to perform in that, then you'll make your own show. Um, I think that's where a lot of that comes from.
0: Yeah. So, so it would kind of come out of necessity then it's like, well, nobody else is doing it. So I'll just do it.
1: Yeah. Like to make your, make your own, like, you might be happy in the community, but you're like, I want a little pocket of this community that I don't see happening. And I see it happening in other countries. So I'm going to do it now.
0: Yeah. And like, I've actually seen that with, with, you know shows that you know they there there are some shows that are set up that go okay well our performers are, are people that wouldn't necessarily fit the mold of other shows you know so we're going to give them a place to to go
1: yeah and you get that with like open stages a lot are great for that where it's just if you have something you want to do go do your thing there will be an audience here that will be supportive
0: yeah i think that's a great idea so, you know, because you're not doing shows now at the minute, you know, with the lockdown. Well, you were taking a year off anyway, but now lockdown has hit. Brandy in
1: like February, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do any shows this year. And then a month later, it was like, yeah, no, no, no.
0: <laughs> the universe is agreeing with you. Yeah. <laughs> it takes some time. So what have you been doing? Because uh, you'd mentioned something about your reigniting old skills.
1: Yeah, all of them. Well, like getting back into um, drawing more because I go through little pockets of just not, not drawing and it's my, my, my first passion. And I still, I'll get caught up making jewelry and, or I'll get caught up um, anytime I want to play with the sewing machine and make some stuff. And then I'll kind of go, no, you could just sit with like a pen and paper and just do your thing for five minutes. And even recently drawing again back in an older style that I haven't drawn in a few years that I used a lot when I was doing comics. And it's a style I really loved. So I'm like, cool, I have this again. I always have that fear if you haven't drawn in a few years in a certain style it's just gone I think that's the only big one I've had coming back and digital artwork as well
0: yeah all digital artwork it's I think is as well. is making a huge resurgence yeah <laughs> well well this is the thing because like I was talking to a friend of mine is um she's a really really good digital artist her name's Lisa Bradley she actually did the, the cover art for the show
1: this. it's so pretty
0: And I was, I was asking her about it, you know, I was like, I don't want to be stealing work from you, but just like, what should I do? And she was laughing because, you know, I was, I was doing, um, I was doing like a logo for a friend, Mm. for, for, for a group of friends. And, you know, I, I sent them the, the, I had sketched it out on like pencil and paper kind of thing. And I scanned it in and and they had said to me, well, are you going to digitize it? And so she was laughing at that because when she first started doing digital art, it was kind of the opposite. It was like, if you're not doing pen and paper, you're not doing it right. Mm. Um, so she just thought that that was, was really funny that, you know, just as a, an anecdote thing, just that she's, she's laughing that, you know, it, it's more, it's actually more of a thing now than pen and paper would be.
1: Yeah. And I, I love, I love my artwork to look like someone drew it with their hands generally. I'm not. I'm not a like digital artist snob. I just like when you can like see the marks where someone has drawn. Um, I like the rawness of it. But I do really love digital work. There's there's amazing artists whose work I love that is is very digital and you can tell not a touch of that is pen. But it's. I think it's just for for different um, for different means. Like I did. I turned a bunch of drawings I did recently into digital artwork, just as like a. Well, I have the drawings. I'll use them as kind of a, a practice to get myself back into it. And yeah, you get a completely different finish and completely different idea from the drawing. So I think it's just a cool tool.
0: Yeah. And it's it's nice to see the the, the contrast between the two because like I I'd be like yourself. I personally I love doing it physically and you know, you have the the pen and the paper and you get the the lead or whatever it is all over your hand and yeah, you know, you can see the marks where you've rubbed it out repeatedly.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then you can scan it and get rid of that with the magic of digital artwork, so. Yeah.
0: It <laughs> <We> works <laughs> together really well. No one will ever know.
1: <laughs> there's some marks I like showing, and there's others when you're like, no, I, I, I used the wrong paper, and it just it kept buckling, and it kept, no, I've erased it too many times.
0: Yeah, you just start ripping the paper.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then, then the digital media is your friend.
0: Yeah, completely.
1: <laughs> Even, like, drawing and making a mistake and being able to just say undo is, oh, it's heaven.
0: Well, see, th- this, is, this is the problem that I have with the digital art is that I spend more time undoing things that I've already done. Whereas if you're doing it kind of more pen and paper, you do it lightly in pencil and then you can, if you need to, you can rub it out. But generally you get to the point where you're like, I'm sick of rubbing it out. I'm just going to leave it.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I make most of my mistakes in ink. <laughs> <laughs> when it's permanent. It's like when you're doing eyeliner and you wing too big and you're like, well, I'll just do both of them massive. that's the wrong way I'm like well her hat's going to be three times as big that's just what what's happening now (laughs) it it makes you brave I guess (laughs) yeah
0: you're like this is this is permanent so I have to do it right the first time
1: (laughs) I think the worst was I got attacked by a bee while I was inking something that drawing was gone forever a massive line up the page
0: no, no, hold on a minute, because that's that's a story in itself. <laughs>
1: it really isn't. He just <laughs> he just came at me. He wanted to see what I was drawing, and I went did a little, huh, and the line just went up the page and was like, I spent hours on this. You little bee bastard! <laughs> I was just finished. I couldn't fix it. <laughs>
0: no that's that's like we've heard a lot of really fun stories in the last couple of weeks we've been doing this show and and i think that's the top one so <laughs>
1: i'm glad my pain is not music <laughs> i don't even remember what it was anymore i'm sure it was a, it was a piece of piece of you know art it was great
0: <laughs> oh, i'm sorry i don't mean to laugh but that's that's wild <laughs>
1: i'm friends with the bees now it's all good
0: maybe he just he he really wanted the art for himself
1: he just wanted to get in there he was just like how are you doing how are you inking and I was like ah he was like I always scare my friends away
0: oh no I'm sorry I'm sorry I shouldn't laugh
1: there's there's currently a bee flying around the room like right now yeah
0: (laughs) they know oh no! sorry okay (laughs) I'm calm um but yeah so you do quite a bit of modeling as well um do you want to talk a bit about that
1: sure um i i've only done it in with the um new i always get confused new generation next generation
0: new generation oh yeah the new generation camera club
1: every time i forget the name i have to type it into facebook so like um like like with eddie cavanaugh and rick taylor and everybody else there i think i started doing that shortly after i started doing burlesque because I I I knew um, Fifi Larue from years ago, and then we rekindled our friendship when I started doing burlesque shows. Because I was like, "You do burlesque? Do you want to do a show?" So she would kind of taken me into the fold. So I found about the camera club through that and started. I think the first one I did was was like a punk theme, and I had just dyed my hair like split straight down the middle, two different colors. So it was great, but it was. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun and it's a lot of um, I don't know. There's, I'm trying not to say any of the 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 bitchy stuff about it, but <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of give and take with the photographers. You'll have a different vision than they have, and you're trying to mash them together to make a nice picture that you're all going to be happy with. So it's it's an interesting like collaborative art form that I I think that's the only time I've worked with something like that where like I have a vision of no, I'm a warrior princess and they're like, Yeah, you're a princess. I'm like, no. <laughs> <Different>. <laughs> um you know you're trying you're trying to meld different different ideas of something and working with the mood of of the um the photographer. If they're very standoffish or very timid, you're gonna your body's gonna move a different way because you're not sure. If they're really open and really warm, you're gonna be completely relaxed. Yeah, it seems like a very, very far away thing. I don't think I've done it in about a year now.
0: Yeah, I think because they they've since moved studio, haven't they?
1: They moved studio and then lockdown. Because I was meant to do one like just as lockdown, and message was like, "Hey guys, anything I, I can do?" It. And they were like, "Yeah, we're sh- we're shutting everything." I was like, okay, cool.
0: <laughs> the world is shutting down.
1: But I think it might have been like summer last year was the last time. So it's, it's a long distance memory. But it was it it's it's great fun when it's when it's great fun. And I only nearly passed it once because I was wearing a wig and a beanie and it was the height of summer
0: yeah that studio used to get quite hot actually
1: <laughs> they very kindly aimed a fan at me for the rest of the photo shoot so they looked after me
0: <laughs> yeah I, well, and that's the nice thing as well because when you're when you're doing a collaborative effort with other people like there is very much you have to make sure everybody's okay and like especially with with things like camera clubs there can be you know, 10, 15 photographers. And so you're, you're standing there, you know, each one has to get their turn and, and you're standing there and you're doing your posing and it can be quite exhausting.
1: Yeah. I did, I did hair modeling once and it's amazing for having done nothing all day, how exhausting it is because you're, you're in a room with 30 or 40 people all using hair dryers and straighteners and everything hot. And then we had to stand for maybe a half an hour or something while the like the judges came in and looked at it and i nearly hit the deck another girl in the room actually hit the deck she was wrapped in latex oh and for all for like i've been sitting all day while people did my hair and makeup i don't do anything but it's so difficult
0: yeah no those those hair shows actually they can be i've i've done two uh no i've done one competition and and one show And I remember for the first one I did, they gave me Isis wings. They were like, this is your costume. And I thought, this is fantastic. I love these things. And me being silly, you know, when the judges came around, they were like, pick a pose and hold it. So I had like the Mm -hmm. Isis wings up in the air. And then, you know, halfway through, I'm like, this was a terrible idea.
1: So even like waiting in the wings. Mm -hmm. We, I think it was at the the Wella show we did in London. We were in like the nice backstage area. And then they were like, you're going to go wait in a, in a dank alleyway, in your heels, for forty minutes. Like we'll let you know, already. and I. W- I think I was barefoot. I think I walked the catwalk barefoot, so I was. I was fine, but I had to dodge everyone's shoes. Mm-hmm. But there was girls around me with like seven-inch heels, like just ridiculous heels, and I just felt for them. It's crazy. Like we were looked after, but then at a certain point, it was like, well, there's a competition. Just, <laughs> Wait, you're not important here. You're just the model. Like, oh, Okay. And,
0: and th- and that's unfortunate, but that's like if that's that w- that would be the case with a lot of competitions that require yeah. models. It's not just hair; like it can be body painting, it can be special effects. Like the models, it's they do go through a lot. They do yeah. suffer. We we do suffer for our art. Yes
1: we suffer for other people's art sometimes
0: <laughs> sometimes we suffer more for other people's than we do our own
1: yeah like in in like in in camera club situation being asked like can you twist your head this way and your body around that way just hold that just hold that and keep your eyes open That's okay. no i'm a pretzel no
0: <laughs> so <laughs> for anyone who's sitting at home listening and maybe wants to try and you know Okay, maybe they won't want to get into modelling on, on those stories, but anyone who wants to try and get into any of the art forms that you do, what kind of advice could you give them?
1: Just start, <laughs> generally. It doesn't, it doesn't take a lot. With Earlier this year, also when I decided to not do shows, I had said to myself, you're just going to focus on artwork. You're not going to make anything this year. And then I lied to myself because I was thinking I'll save money. I'll only just have a pen and paper. Be cool. And then I broke that, and I started making jewelry. But it's, you, you need so little to start with artwork. You don't need the best pens and the best paper for, for starting, just, just start. Instagram is amazing. I get a lot of reference from Instagram for, because I do lots of portraiture and lots of like human form. Going on there, and if you want to find uh, whatever body shape you want to find, you'll find. There's also great, like, accounts that are just for reference. So I find Instagram amazing for that. And then you can also, like, credit the people to let them know, like, hey, gee. For a lot of the other things I do, YouTube, I'd say. Because then you can see how hard does pyrography look. Does it look like I could do it or lino cutting? But a lot of them, lino cutting isn't, isn't like, an expensive one to start. Pyrography is is an initial investment and then you're grand because you, you just go nick wood from the, the park i guess <laughs> i guess
0: fallen wood right fallen wood
1: fallen woods don't cut down trees for your art not okay like even you could start doing digital artwork on paint like look at um oh no what was her name ali brush her her web comic was so successful that was done with paint so you can, you can start with, with nothing. Just start.
0: Yeah, and I think that's always the, the hardest thing to do is, is to just, I, we had Keen in the first episode and he, he referred to it as blank page trauma. Yeah. Um, and that is the thing, like I, I myself suffer from that. You see a blank canvas and you go, ah, what do I do?
1: And that's where, even where reference comes in handy. That if you're thinking, okay, I want to draw somebody, go onto your explore tab. And just scroll and scroll till you see something that you like then you have a shape to start with or especially since lockdown there's so many drawing prompts going around like i've been living on instagram if you can tell um (laughs) there's so many drawing prompts going around that you can okay cool i need to pick make a drawing that has these three words these three items in it it's it's something to start with so I i used to write short stories a lot and i'd get that as well when for your like leaving Cert or Junior cert when you were given um a prompt to write with like start a story with a sentence. I love them. When it just said write a short story, I was like, but about what? To write about anything. So, yeah, I like restrained freedom.
0: <laughs> like having a direction to go in.
1: Yeah, just give me a little hint and then I'm I'm good. But don't just tell me, draw something. Like anytime people meet someone and they tell them they're a comedian, they're like, All right, tell me a joke. No so many I could tell you.
0: I don't know you are. I don't know your sense of humour.
1: Yeah, it's very subjective.
0: Uh, yeah, no, that's it's the same with anything. You know, you're a musician. Sing me a song. Well, I don't know what songs you like.
1: Yeah. i my backing band. I don't have, it's not going to be the same.
0: Yeah. Um, so before we go, is there anything that you would like to chat about that we haven't covered already? I don't think
1: so. I don't think so. I think we're good. I think we, we went all over the place yeah (laughs) very well formatted way
0: (laughs) we went on on an adventure we went up and down the through the mountains and
1: (laughs) over the glen off with the ducks wherever that song went
0: (laughs) somebody knows (laughs) so where would be the best place to find you if people want to keep in touch
1: instagram because that's where i live i've recently decided to to give a lot more attention to my like professional Instagram so that's where I live now which is Acidwitch with four a's and that's yeah that's where to find me as a as a person and you can find links to anywhere else that I am like shops and anywhere else that I that I am
0: and we're actually we'll include the because you sent us a few links here we'll include the links to your to your Facebook as well and your big cartel um, yeah. that's that's your online shop is it yeah yeah. So we'll 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 say, we'll share all of that and we'll share the little um the little discount code that you've sent us as well for anyone interested. She does fantastic art. It's it's really top notch. Thank you. <laughs> we got to plug our artists. We got to support each other.
1: Thank you. You're you're very talented yourself.
0: Oh, you're sweet. <laughs> this is not about me. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> All right. Sweet. It's, it's been a serious pleasure having you on the show and I'm so glad that you could, you could take the time out to, to join me.
1: Thank you very much for having me. It was, it was a good time away from the cats who just keep biting me. So <laughs> this is beautiful. This is a delight. <laughs> but genuinely, thank you so much. This was, this was lovely. I love what you're doing. And then outside of the podcast, just continuing to, to give a spotlight to, to artists right now is great
0: oh absolutely and we're, we're gonna keep doing that for as long as nerd to know media lets me <laughs> they gave me a very long lead and i'm, I'm running with it awesome. <laughs> so for those of you listening at home if you enjoyed this episode of doing it for the exposure and would like to hear more in the future make sure to follow us on facebook instagram and twitter at difte podcast you you can also check out our stream on media.com We stream weekly on Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media Production.